Alrighty, everybody. Welcome back to the Age Gap Realness Show. This is Natalie Workman, your host, and my co-host, Brandon Dawson. He says he is going to pay good attention this time, so we're going to hold him accountable to that. Can we talk about your listening problems? Like, what? How would you self-identify your listening uh, challenges as they currently stand? Uh, I tend to predict and anticipate what people are going to say oh because gosh. I've heard so uh, many this conversations. Is, this, this is his sales skill. These are skills. So therefore, skills coming out. I just want to take them straight to the point. I'm a high D. Can I, I ask you I when like somebody else cuts point. you off? How much do you enjoy on a scale of one to ten? Depends on what I'm rambling on. No, about. no, no, no. Not it depends. Scale one ten. How much do you enjoy when somebody cuts you off mid sentence? Oh, uh, probably. I have scale one to ten. Ten being I love it, and one being I hate it, or yes. ten being I hate it, and one being I love it. Brandon, get to the point. Pick a number. Uh, probably a four. Yeah. So you don't like it. So that means when you do it to other people, how do you think they feel? Uh, I guess it depends on what we're talking about, but probably a four. Okay. How will we measure success in this area? Uh, is this an Acknowledge, Motivate, and Ask series like we just did? Maybe you guys need to check out the B. Dawson Show yeah. to hear more about Acknowledge, Motivating, and Asking in order to help better communicate with your business partners, but also your personal partners. I am going to state for the record, I want to be an excellent listener and communicator with you. I love that. And so I am how will we measure success? When I ask you on a scale of one to 10, how well do you think I'm listening and communicating with you? And you say, it's an eight. We're on a winning streak. Is an eight a good score? What's better than On the scale of remarkability? (laughs) Yeah, it's it's excellent or remarkable. Okay, all right, I'll let you off on that one. I wanna be a 10, but I gotta leave some room for imperfection so (laughs) I have something to develop. everyone always, I want to be a 10. (laughs) Wouldn't that be great? Sorry for the extra noise, guys. Uh, Fumble Fingers is back and at you today. Uh, Today we're going to talk about the four F-words of dating. Do you know what the four F-words are? Fun. Oh, nice. Okay. Finances. Nice. (laughs) I don't want to say uh, fitness, and I can't say that word. <laughs> no, that's not the other word. The other word the other is four-letter word. Family. Oh, family. Sorry. So it's I thought there was five words. Fun, <laughs> fitness, finances, family. It's hard to say. Say that really fast. One, two times. Fun, fitness, finance, family. Two times. Fun, fitness, finance, family. Dang, you're pretty good at that. Okay, so how are these relevant? Well, I was reading this article, and it talks about the four. F-words of dating and in the context of age gap relationships. So when you're in your 20s, you tend to, and this is fairly stereotypical, but you tend to prioritize more on fun and fitness. In your 30s, you tend to focus more on fun and family. And in 40s, it's family and finance that takes priority. That would that sounds like it makes sense. But Whoever wrote that is smart. Isn't that good? Yeah. But when it comes to age gaps, the the question then becomes, okay, if somebody's in their 40s or 50s focusing on family and finances and somebody's in their 20s focusing on 
fitness and fun, (laughs) how do the four Fs come together to actually make a relationship work? That's... I haven't read that. This first I'm hearing about it, but I, it's a fabulous concept somebody thought of. Mm-hmm. I think you should give whoever did credit because oh, yeah. it sounds like if a great- If you guys want to check out this article, guess who wrote this? This is so fitting. That's actually a really great marketing strategy. eHarmony. Ah. So they're like giving content. They have a content strategy around- There you go. Uh, the, it's this, this, or this article is titled, uh, The Age Gap and the Four Fs of Dating. And the first few words are cougar, toy boy, which I thought it was boy toy, but it says toy boy, sugar daddy, and cradle snatcher. <laughs> Yikes. We missed all those on the TV show yesterday morning. <laughs> yes, luckily we did miss those words. But so, okay, let's talk about navigating when the priorities are different for traditionally in your 20s versus as you get older and how we... You know, it's funny because this actually, this just happened yesterday, last night. What happened? You came in, you were grinding and working, and you came into the media room. Oh, my gosh. I was on the couch playing uh, Call of Duty video game, which, by the way, as a point of fact, I sit on the board of directors with the creator of that. He's a fabulous guy, and he I have played all of them, and I hadn't played this one, so, so I'm Brennan, trying to catch up. So Brennan is pretending this is what he's doing. He's framing this, so he's pretending like he's it's working a research until project. 2 a.m. in the morning, not snuggling with me. This is what the 50-year-old that made the money does for fun that I couldn't do when I was 15-year-old because my parents were making me bust my ass to have any cash to go out and do anything with my friends. So now I'm making up for it. At 50, I can do the things I wished I could have only dreamed of doing when I was 15. I don't think that this is a good excuse. Excuse? I don't need an excuse. I think this is a good rationale. So are you saying in your 50s, well, this is a fascinating way to take this. Are you saying in your 50s you're prioritizing things in your 20s because you gave up things in your 20s that most 20-year-olds do but you know what did you say that in your 20s you're worried about fun and fitness fun and fitness in my 20s i was a hundred percent focused on my career and finances that's what i just said yeah that's what i just said so you're you're reverting back to your 20s because in your 20s you weren't able to do those things so now as a 50 year old are we together because you have 20 year old priorities (laughs) yeah that's i'm going going backwards i'm starting all over again except for now you can't yell at me because I'm on the couch versus out making the money to take care of the family. That's true. I don't yell at you at all. I just kind of roll my eyes. I, I think, look, my perception of the whole world is when God created it, he created things backwards. When we were born, he should have given us a billion dollars and let us spend it until we die because then we could have enjoyed life. But instead, we have to work our ass off. And then when you get older, you can finally enjoy all the stuff that you worked hard for. But then you're decrepit and I know, can't I, actually it just, enjoy it, it in the it same was a way. Joke. It's like Benjamin Button. I actually don't. Of the people that inherited a lot of money that I grew up with and when I'd be around them, they they didn't actually have a happy life, which is unfortunately. Because you have to have goals that are associated with working hard that that. is created in value and the market that makes money. That taught me how to do it. Yes. I wonder if you and I both talk over each other. Like I'm starting to talk more over you, but you don't actually back down on your thought. Oh, sorry. No, but it's like interesting. I wonder, like, why don't we both start saying we could do two, two podcasts in one? Exactly. Show. <laughs> you could talk about something entirely different than I could talk about, and we could do it at the same time. That would blow people's minds. They'd be like, <laughs> "Look how unbelievably creative these two are." We'll do it in rhythm, so we'll just pa- intermittently pause. Could you be in one headphone and I be in the other? 
So like, like a translation angel company. versus devil. Ah, I want to be the devil. I'll be the angel. You are. I actually dressed up as an angel for Halloween once. You Very did. cliche. You were a devil and it was super cute. You had your little horns. Yep. Okay, but back to the four T's. I'm right. sorry, not the four T's, the four F's. I'm so used to the next week's episode is all about the three T's and this is about the four F's. F's. We're kind of having a letter motif yeah. throughout the podcast right now. <laughs> but okay, so you're would okay, you say that your priorities that what you're what you're talking about this here? Is what, it's this is what really this is what I'm exciting. doing. You just interrupted me to refocus <laughs> what I was gonna say. You're doing this a you're doing a four right now. You're yeah. not at an eight. Sorry. Hopefully by the end of this uh podcast the confidence meter will be back up to you being at an eight but right now actually guess was never at an eight it, it's at a four you're still at a four just newsflash you're I still love at having a four room for improvement makes me feel inspired to do something different <sighs> always inspiration okay so back to the four uh so fun and fitness where would you rank these four for you personally right now and then you need to ask me a question of how I would rank them. So we're going to ask uh, questions too. We're going to listen and we're going to ask questions. It's going to be a great day on the podcast. You're not even laughing. Will's no, laughing I'm over thinking, here. I'm thinking. Like, that's a big question. How do I rank them? I mean. What, what are the two most important? Well, family and finances. So you are a traditional 40 to 50 year old. Yeah. I have daughters and grandbabies family members and I have a lot of responsibility to make sure that I can be available to take care of people when I need to or improve their life while they're here on this earth so that's to me finances and family are the same two things because well no they're different well they are but I mean to me I've intertwined them right like I like to be able to uh, succeed so I can create a sometimes this kills me on our shows I feel like we're making a point and then you just entirely derail the point by saying, well, there really aren't four. There's actually three because these two are combined. No, no, I think they're, uh, no, I think that's genius. <laughs> but I feel like I live all four of those every day anyway. So everything's a priority. He's good at everything. On next week's no, episode, you're going to you're gonna hear him say how he's good at all of the love languages. He does everything. <laughs> yeah, he I, checks I, all I'm of the boxes. <laughs> he really is just Superman. <laughs> Which you are, but you're just so funny because everything, like, you're the best uh, at all of it. Jay-Z's Superman. Oh, yeah, and we're going to talk a lot about Jay-Z because he's a freaking rock star, as rock is Beyonce. All right, so, I'm sorry. You can get back to your points here. Oh, no, no, what was what was the next step? After you talked, what were you going to do? Ask you a question. Oh, my so gosh, are you going to ask <laughs> me a question? I'm letting, me. I'm letting her train me because I want her Okay, I can't wait. I'm, just, I'm really going to enjoy this so moment. So, how, like, what do you no, prioritize? No, no, let's breathe. Let's breathe. <gasps> <sighs> okay, let's pause and enjoy this moment. What, Natalie, mm-hmm. of the four more. Fs, mm-hmm. how would you prioritize them today? Brandon, what a great question. That was really spectacular. How I would prioritize these today, um, I wouldn't put fitness. I'm, I'm opposite of you. I would say what's not most important to me. Fitness would not be the most important to me. Uh, fun would also not be man I would probably say family and finances like I'm most driven by those things I agree with that Uh, family like spending time with my parents and my brother and my aunt and uncle and you and our family takes precedent over having fun with friends at this 
Yeah, well, I think fun isn't defined. Like, I have fun with your family, my family, my kids. Yeah. I, I have fun doing the things we do, yeah, even yeah, if yeah. it's work. What if we weren't aligned But I'm on not fitness. I, I guess I'm not, like... But I did. What did I get you for your birthday? It hasn't come yet. But you haven't. I've been uh, I've been excited about for I don't know four years talking to you about getting one of these. You got me the Peltron. Is it Peltron? Is the Peloton. Pel how? Pella, Pella, P E. Pelotron. L E. No, there's no R. Oh, Peloton. There you go. Yeah, I want. I've used them in hotels and stuff, and I was like, I always tell you, I'd love to have one. And mm-hmm. then you said you got me one for my birthday, so yeah. I'm so excited to get that. You are excited. And what else has happened that's big in your fitness world? Well, I mean, this is part of uh, getting serious about things, right? You can't talk about it. you got to do it. But I've, I've since in the last, I don't know, probably month and a half, mm-hmm. we got serious about I wanted to lose some weight. So uh, I, I started out with a goal of losing 25 pounds, mm-hmm. and I'm down like four, 17 now. 17 pounds. Yeah. You've lost 17 pounds. Yeah, high five on a winning streak. Bam. No, that's awesome. Yeah. But So fitness is important to you, but I wouldn't say that's the, the first thing that's important to you. To your point, all of them are important, but it's what you prioritize in different phases and times. I think part of the reason that our relationship as an age gap relationship is successful is we do have the same priorities around, like it doesn't, it, even, even though I heard what your answers were, if we would have separated, I would have said the same two answers that you said in that we ha- we have the same priorities, therefore we work and our lives are, they, they match. If I was prioritizing having fun and my fitness and you were in a family and finance finance yeah. priority phase. It would be, it would, it would definitely, it would definitely cause, it would definitely cause uh, some stress in the relationship. I don't know that it would work. Yeah, I don't think it would work actually. I don't know that it would work. Because there would be so much pressure in different ways that one of us wouldn't be getting what we wanted. I there there is this idea that you could kind of live more separate lives. Our lives are very intertwined. We want to be in business together. We want to have obviously friends together. Our families are together, and and somebody could take the age gap approach of having more separate uh, engagements and coming yeah, I could together. be doing things with my business friends. You could be doing things with your college girlfriends um you know we're just very fortunate and that could be successful like so i'm not saying that ours is the only way to do it but i i would say one of the things that has allowed us to really grow together and excel is that we do prioritize the right things that are the the same things not the right things well and the other thing is i don't think um as they're defining fun like there's no definition here but I'm saying fun is like going places and doing things and, you know, it's with family, whatever. They may be, you know, for the purpose of what they're talking about, they may be talking about fun like going out to clubs and doing different kinds of things. Um, the thing is, you, you've, like, I've been with you since you had emerged in your early 20s, right? And and you've never acted like that. So I, I don't. Yeah, I never really had, in the same way that you didn't have your 20s, your 20s era of playing video games all day and being a bit of a sloth, not that you're a sloth now, but you get what I'm saying, playing Call of Duty (laughs) until 2 a.m. isn't, uh, you know, necessarily what I was thinking you, like my 51-year-old fiance would be doing every night, but. Every every night? We're not even home every night. I'm just being dramatic. But you're getting to experience that. I don't think I've had that same desire recently I haven't found that outlet where I guess I still am in my 20s but where I want to do the things that would 
recreate my 20s for me. I was actually at with a girlfriend the other night. I was at a restaurant and we got there at probably eight o'clock. It was a Wednesday night. We were ready to leave at nine, had the check, we're ready to go. And all of a sudden this DJ came on and all of these cool people that are my age, like filled the restaurant, like a switch happened. And as these people were filtering in and as this like cool music was coming on, I was thinking in my 20s, this is what I would be spending more time doing if I wasn't with you. Yeah, but you could have stayed there and done it. Like, yeah, but I had but no desire to you didn't do that. Desire to do it because none you have, whatsoever. Honestly, it's not because you don't enjoy that kind of stuff. But you no, have it's... so much responsibility with the things that are going on right now in mm-hmm. your career and in your life that you opted to not do that. But you know, that's the kind of person sometimes you, you want to do that stuff more than yeah. I, I actually I do. I probably would have stayed there. Oh, yeah. you for sure would have stayed there. Drake came on. Oh, and I, I would have been saying, like, you know, it's a Wednesday night. Uh, what are we doing in the morning? Can we move things an hour and uh, let's hang out here and, and take the moment and really enjoy that moment? Because I didn't get a lot of those moments when I was a kid. Mm-hmm. I was always working. And Do you regret that? Because then the, no. the next, the, 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 the line of thinking that I want to go down here is, okay, if you are in an age gap relationship and one person is younger, but they're being pulled into what would be later priorities in their life, but they don't do those things. Do you regret not being able to do those things? I know you weren't in an age gap relationship, but you still missed out on those experiences. And do you think I'm going to miss out on those experiences and feel like when I'm in my fifties, I would have wished that I would have had more of a party girl fun phase. You know, it's for me, um, I've, and and this is just my initial comment here. And people, and it, maybe nobody can relate to this. Maybe everyone can relate to this. Mm, let's hear it. Once I learned how to make my own money when I was 15 years old, I have never felt like I couldn't do or be whoever or whatever I wanted. And I've had an incredible life. Mm-hmm. Like, I have three amazing daughters. Mm-hmm. I have soon to be three grandkids Um, my kids are healthy my kids are doing the things they want to do my like for me I've never had a bad meal I've never had not been able to go do something even if that's something when I was a kid because I didn't have any money was just sitting at the 7-eleven drinking big gulps with my friends and eating nachos I mean I have my reflection when I think about my life is no matter where I've wanted to be or what I've wanted to do, I've pretty much done it, right? And, and, and because that's how I feel about my life. So when I think about what we're doing together in those four Fs, I feel like we, we experience that even in the hardest of moments when we're grinding, we make sure the fun is when we're together, we kind of experience Yeah, yeah, but do you, do you ever regret thinking, like, in my 20s, I wish I would have had more fun and do you I guess do you think that I will regret having not having those phase for me I felt like I had a blast in my 20s because you know what Hmm. I was crushing it in my I mean I rang the opening bell of the American Stock Exchange at 29 it was a it was like nobody had done that and that so there was are no fun. moments where you feel like you missed out. Like you you missed out on a college experience. I missed, you missed out, out on with some of my daughter. I missed out because I was working so hard. I missed out on being there for some of my kids' stuff. Mm. And and even now with Sierra, I I miss out on stuff, and that crushes me. That mm. that's probably the single only area of my life where I live with any ounce of regret mm. is 
is not being there or doing more with my kids. But now when I look what I'm able to do for my kids and with my kids, I can provide them a life that maybe they, they would not have experienced if I hadn't been dedicated. So you, now let's talk about you. Um, I think even <laughs> why, why this was you? so hard for him to do. No, that was so hard. I watched your face. <laughs> you paused. I want to play that back and watch that over and over again because you realized that you needed to ask a question in that moment. No, and I you was had gonna, to switch your entire you. train of thought. No, it's no, but not let's true. hear. Let's hear. I, I have to actually process and think about it. I know for me, that's how I feel. Mm. For you, I don't think you would have. I, th- I don't think you would be out doing some of the things, partying. I don't think you'd be doing any of that anyway. I, I think mm. you're, I think that's not you. You're more, not that you don't like to have a great time and stay at the club or do something, but I think you'd be totally committed and dedicated to your friends, to your business, and you would be having fun with your friends, but you'd be working hard and you'd be committed to something. And I don't think you're, the type of person that's going to regret what you, you do what you want to do that's my reflection you do what you want to do anyway mm-hmm. and i think you would be that person uh hence why we're together you did what you wanted to do but you you would be that person with or without me which is why i'm attracted to you mm-hmm. you don't need me for you to be secure and happy and have fun and all that you mm-hmm. you are that person how do you feel natalie do you think if we weren't in a relationship, how, Natalie, would you think you would be? No, ask a genuine question. Where Of the fours. There you go. That's a, that's of a better the fours, way to start. How do you think you would see yourself if we weren't in a relationship? If we – say that again? Isn't that what you're asking? Like, No, or, you're just supposed to ask a question. You, oh. you, you, there's no – There's no rules to the question? There's no rules. You just have to ask <laughs> what you're interested in knowing about my perspective on this. On the fours, the four fours, <laughs> Nelly. <laughs> this kills me. <laughs> what is your perspective of the four fours? <laughs> That's what you want to know? Well, how you already talked about how you rank them. Uh-huh. So – I thought you asked me, like, do I regret when I was a kid not getting to do this? I'm thing? just like, I, I, I love you so much. <laughs> I love me too. I mean, I love you too. Uh, I know you do. I know you do. Uh, I, my, my piece about this with being an age gap relationship is you just, you have to know and acknowledge these priority shifts going into it. And there have been moments that I've talked about in the past where, I resented your priorities because as a 20-year-old with with this the four fours doesn't or the four Fs doesn't actually uh, create clarity around is you and I initially had different family like yeah. I could still make my family a priority and they were a priority but my family was my family your family was your family and there's been enough time there that that that's resolved itself to where we collectively like it's it's our family uh that we both have care and concern around but initially and early on i think if somebody was engaging and and thinking about being an age gap relationship and trying to navigate the priorities here it's figuring out how to allow your partner to have priorities that like a top line are similar 
both of us have priorities as family, but still give enough leeway in there to make that look different while figuring out how to make those two things come together to where you're you're both on the same page of what needs to happen with your family. But there's that awkward transitional phase there that's very uncomfortable and it feels like even though they're the same top line priorities, it feels like your priorities are off. Yeah, my priorities were my daughters and my and my kids. Yours were your parents. And, my and parents I even had to do, like, I was doing different work. You wanted to be out late and socializing with business relationships. And I needed to be answering emails and working on a spreadsheet. So even though work was and finances were important to us, it was how those things actually looked. Um, like and, you know, I, I, in I, actuality. I have a great example of this where we've navigated because i think the struggle is whatever the four f's are for people it's navigating how to best complement each other Mm. for example when we flew to denmark and i had to talk to all those bankers you elegantly sat there at dinner with me you engaged everybody but you knew i needed to stay and connect with these people for Mm. two or three hours afterwards so you're okay saying hey i love you i know you're going to be late I'm tapping out, I've got work to do, taking the Uber and going home. There's no drama there. Mm-hmm. Whereas what I tend to see is, hey, aren't you coming with me? Or how come you're not staying? Mm-hmm. Like like there's this drama that happens. You wanted me to stay. You're like, well, could you stay? And I explained to you why I wanted to leave the phone I calls like, okay, I needed to make. Right? If, But you have to like weigh out those priorities in the moment. Are your priorities more important or are my priorities more important in order for us to continue to do what we need to do? I had... I could have canceled my but things. But the point is being able to navigate those in live fire and being okay with you taking an Uber and going home and not staying with me and you being okay with me staying there and doing what I needed to do. Mm-hmm. So when you can engage each other that way and compliment each other that way, and I thought, you know, it's... That's it, the gold. That's the gold because mm-hmm. then you can really appreciate your partner for their contribution they do make and mm-hmm. you're not upset at your partner if you feel like they're trying to, you know, if they're taking something away in your mind or they're not trying to do that. So I would say our key takeaways with this is your top line priorities have to be aligned. And if they're not aligned or not perfectly aligned, it's not that you can't be together, but you have to work hard at figuring out how to make those things come together and how to make those things ultimately move from transactional, transformative to, to, to transformative or to transformational. Yeah, and, and to your point when you're talking about finances. Which is what if, we're talking about on the podcast next, next week. week. When you talk about the finances and family being a priority for you, mm-hmm. even though we had different family, mm-hmm. I think that's what allowed me to fall in love with you. If ha- if you were simply focused on fun and, and what's the other one? There's uh, fitness. Fitness. And our world, and I didn't feel that we were aligned in the bigger picture, we wouldn't have drawn and attracted to each other. Yeah, but I also understand in other age gap relationships why somebody, stereotypically the younger person, being interested in fun and fitness uh, is alluring and then the other person having more, you know, financial and family-based priorities and having to come together. I still believe you can navigate that. That just, that didn't, that wasn't our situation. You can still navigate that. It's more challenging, uh, but you you need to do it with a long-term vision in mind. And again, I'm going to plug our podcast for next week because we really do talk through how we work from 
transactional moments to transformational moments in in getting yourself from we have different priorities transactionally to how do we plan for a transformative and transformational life together that's pulling all of these things, even if they're slightly off kiltered forward to a bigger picture and bigger goal. That's great. I agree. I'm looking forward to that episode. <laughs> hey, there's one thing. Can I bring up, you know, we did a segment on judgment. Oh, yes. And I wanted to circle back because... Um, I think that when I think that even in that episode, I had an experience and I talked about something that had just happened to me. Mm. And I talked about someone who's very important that made a judgmental conversation. Mm. And I said, you know, now they're no longer significant or important to me. Mm. Well, that person saw the segment. Mm. And I misunderstood what their intention was. Oh. So I actually judged them and hurt them. And I think if we're going to talk about judgment, we need to be careful to make sure we don't jump to conclusions. Mm. And uh, I really, this person was really impactful. Mm. And I was a little flippant about what, how I took what he said. Mm. And he didn't intend it to be, that was not his intention. Mm. And I actually would want to say to people, before you judge somebody else, maybe you should take all these things we're talking about, like acknowledge and motivating and asking and clarify what the intentions were because there's nothing more important than loving relationships. Mm -hmm. And I do remember with that episode, both of us started out a little bit on the snarky side and I was particularly sassy and then you played off of my sassiness. Like I started there and then you kind of, I think you matched that energy a little bit. But at the end of that, we really did say after talking this through and this podcast is very much us externally processing these issues, these things, these topics, um, we did get to a place of saying, and my conclusion was, if nothing else, the the judgment that we have received has given us this this very deep perspective on how not to judge other people. And when you do, I think you got to go back. Yeah. And that's exactly what you're doing, which is what yeah. I love. Like I, I that I still stick, I still to stick by some of the things that I have fairly strong opinions about when it comes to other people and how they judge. But I, I believe you and and can acknowledge 100 percent what you're I saying. Think it's, of, uh, yeah, yeah. Right. I didn't know that that conversation came up, but yeah, I just say I just you know, coach, I love you. Mm. Is that how you want to wrap the episode? Yeah. Thank you. Mm. I love you. I appreciate that he reached out. Yeah. He could have just been a victim by my conversation, and we could have moved our own directions, but he he made the hard call, had the hard conversation. I love him. I don't know where to go from here. Well, (laughs) I don't either. Brandon breaks down part part three. Okay, we're on. This is episode 15, so this is probably Brandon Breaks Down part nine or ten. Uh, if you're gonna, if anybody's listening to this, or the, for those that are listening to this, obviously I'm not as clear-headed right now, but I will say this. Mm-hmm. If it's important enough to you, go back and repair. 
love that that's a great closing message all right see you guys next week we'll see you